Well, hello, everybody. Welcome Yay. Whoop, whoop, to another hello. episode of Movies Ruined Me. Mm-hmm. I'm Erin. I'm and I'm Brandy. And this week, we are starting a little series uh, with the common theme of a glow up, a rom-com glow up. And today, we're going to be talking about Legally Blonde. Yay. Woo, one of my favorites. <laughs> Me too. Um. And this movie came out in July of 2001. It was directed by Robert Luketic. Um, He also did The Ugly Truth and Killers, stuff like that. Uh, I'm sure we will cover at least one of those, Mm -hmm. if not both eventually. Um, And then it was written by uh, Karen McCullough based on the novel by Amanda Brown. Uh, So, yeah, Legally Blunt. Now, I feel like some of you might be like, glow-up movie? How is this a glow-up? Like, Elle is already fucking fabulous. And yes, she is, clearly. But I would argue that this is, like, a mental glow-up. Like, a stepping into your own, figuring out who you are, becoming the most fabulous you you can be, glow up type of movie and I think that's a more important kind of glow up mm-hmm. so no I totally agree I really like um that it starts out with a love story or like a love like a breakup totally it's supposed to be like that and then yeah. it transitions into like her yeah which I like yeah it's a lot the, the impetus that that helps her find herself yep because which is so funny because like it's such a when it opens and it starts and you see all these sorority girls and you, like, see her and you see, like, what her life is, you just kind of... I, I remember even at, like, 11 when I first watched it just being like, this isn't real. Like, what <laughs> What is this? You know what I mean? Totally. I feel like one of the... Like, I remember watching it, you know, however many years ago and kind of cringing a little because... But I was thinking about it today and I realized, like, oh, I was definitely looking at it at that point through my is this realistic lens yes and that's such a bullshit lens like I have thrown that lens away like that's not one that I use anymore really with like movies and tv and stuff because who needs real like being realistic to get in the way of telling a good story (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh for real well and And then and then also like I was thinking about it there are so many true stories that just sound completely ludicrous and seemed unrealistic until they actually happened. Oh, so, for sure. For sure. So fuck realism. <laughs> right? But just like as a little kid mind, like it came out, you said, in 2001. Yeah. I think I was 11. So yeah, like, I and, was about 11. It's, it's funny because Reese Witherspoon at this point had been not huge, but she, she had done a bunch of stuff. But mm-hmm. this, for me, was her movie that like made her known. Like a- after this movie, I knew who she was and everything else. Absolutely. This catapulted her into, like, America's sweetheart territory. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. Because before this, like, her big ones, she had done that one when she was 13. With, Man like, in the Moon? Yeah, Man in the Moon. Okay. I, I was like, I was going to say that, but I was like, that sounds like I'm making it up. No, she did Man <laughs> in the Moon, and then she did Intentions. Uh, right, but before that she oh. did, which is such an underrated one, but it's such a good... <laughs> Such a good, like, cheesy thriller. She did the one with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Uh, Fear. I think it's called Fear, where he's like, a, he becomes like a, 
he's her boyfriend, he becomes like obsessed with her and he writes Ooh. like Nicole forever, like on his chest, and he Crazy. spells it wrong and like <laughs> it's so good. It's the guy from CSI plays her dad and like Mark Wahlberg's the the boyfriend. They're super young in it. Huh. Super young. Uh, I ha- I didn't see that. I mean yeah. I, I And then she had cruel intentions, yeah. Yeah. Those are like the main ones. I think there were a couple more. Wasn't she in some like another kind of thriller esque one like not the faculty but something kind of along those lines? She did um election, which was kind of like a oh, comedy with yeah. Matthew Broderick. That one's good. That's a really good one. Yeah. But, like, I don't know if she did anything thrillery after that. I don't know. I could completely be making this up. <laughs> <laughs> I have a tendency to do that. <laughs> I, I always do that where I, like, think they're in stuff and they're not. And I'm like, mm. no, that's them. That's them. And it's like, no, no, no. it's not. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Oh, you were right. She was in Freeway. That was a... Definitely not what I was thinking of, but I'll take it. <laughs> well, she's like, yeah, she's. it's definitely a thriller. She gets, like... I don't know if she gets kidnapped. I've never seen it, but I know it like is is like a crazy thriller. Huh. But Legally Blonde definitely was her like jumping off point from totally. that. Because after that, she like stood home in Alabama and like mm-hmm. that's what made her a household name. Mm-hmm. Because like, Cruel Intentions and Legally Blonde were like I'm looking at her IMDb. Right. Were like right around the same time. They were like a year or so apart, weren't they? I think so. Because this was 2001, Cruel Intentions was probably, what, late 90s? 99? Yeah, it was like 99. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was like mm-hmm. only a few years apart. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. And, but and it's now interesting. she's Reese Witherspoon. And now <laughs> she's Reese Witherspoon's baddest blonde in Hollywood. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. I mean, like, she's, you know, doesn't she run her own production company? Yeah, yeah. because she wasn't getting the roles that she wanted. So she was like, fuck it, I'm going to make them myself. Yeah, a lot of them. She's got a really great speech that you absolutely could, like, YouTube. But um, it basically was her saying, like, she was getting these scripts and it was all the same type of character. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter what color the woman was. It was all, like, they support their men. They get abused by their men. Like, they're down on their luck. They're not. It, it wasn't any, like, fulfilled characters. And she's a, she's a huge reader. Mm-hmm. Like, she reads all the time. She has her own book club. And, like, I'm a, I love Ruth Witherspoon. She's great. Um, I forget what her production company is called, though. It's something flower. Yeah. I could be wrong. But so she has a production company, and then they made, like, wild Mm -hmm. little flowers everywhere, big little lies, which are, like, powerhouse women shows and movies. They're great. No, I I am on the Reese Witherspoon train, like, choo-choo, you're for life. (laughs) Right? Me too. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what her... What her? Not that it matters, but I want to know what her thing is called. Her company. Nice. Uh, well, you look that up, and then I. So I. I mean, I guess we're kind of talking about it, but like my experience with this movie, like I saw it. I probably saw it in theaters, like even though it was PG thirteen, and I was not thirteen, and my my parents were actually no, I think I was. I was 13. I can't do math. <laughs> um, but my, even so, my parents were all strict with, like, what I could watch. So it was, like, just getting in by the skin of my teeth type of thing. Um, and I loved it. And then I, you know, watched it many times over the years. And, uh, you know, with varying degrees of 
criticism as I've you know gotten older and and whatnot but ultimately like it's always been something that I've enjoyed and any fault I found with it in it was you know more (laughs) me like being nitpicky and looking for something to oh yeah to shit on (laughs) oh for sure I don't know for sure hello sunshine that is what her company is oh that's cute that's what it's called that's cute I had to think about it. So for me, when I first saw this, I think, like I said, I was 11 and it was a movie that my, um, like that was preteen years where I, I don't even know what I was watching. I was like in that weird realm where like I still would watch cartoons mm-hmm. and I'd still watch like the TGI lineup if it was around. I watched the but, Disney channel through high school. So yes, I did. <laughs> me too. And Nickelodeon. Right with you. Yeah. Yep. Cause like Disney channel original movies were huge back then too. Yeah. Like, and they were, and good. they were like teenagers. They were like our age. Yeah. High like School Musical, <laughs> that was yes. one of the last ones that I yes. watched, if not the last. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I watched the first and second one, and I think the third one, and they were the, that was like the end of it for me. Mm. Um, but I'd watch those, and then this was one of the first movies I remember watching with my mom, where like we connected together on it. Like My mom liked that she was so strong, and like mm-hmm. that people always thought she was so dumb, like um, Elle, like yeah, Bruce's yeah. character, where she was so dumb. And then she always proved them wrong. And, like, it was just, like, a, such a cool connection to have with my mom at the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a great – it's a great movie. Definitely one that isn't going anywhere. You know, I think no. people will always love this movie. Oh, yeah. It's, like, one of those where you just put it on even as background. Like, mm-hmm. it still makes you laugh. And what I, what I admired so much about Elle or, like, Reese Witherspoon in the movie was that she was always so kind. Yeah. Like, she was beautiful. She was. She ended up being really smart. Like, mm-hmm. she had all this money. She had all the, But she was just perpetually kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, even the, um, oh, what was it? Which my mom loved, which I, I still to this day try to do. My mom was saying, oh, what happens in the movie where she does it? Oh, she's talking about Vivian to, um... To Paulette, she's talking about Vivian mm-hmm. and how like Vivian stole Warner. And like, even when Paulette asks her to say something bad about her, she does, but then she turns it around and is like, But she has really good hair, or like, she is like, she doesn't have an unfortunate face. Yeah, like, she's not completely unfortunate. Yes, <laughs> like everything she says, she like twists it so it's still like building up another person, which I was like, Dang, good for you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Which is interesting because you don't really like get that impression from her parents so no. much her parents seem like very shallow and like your typical like hollywood people oh 100 percent, 100 percent. uh yeah no this <laughs> it, it has surprisingly good role models oh yeah mm-hmm. and the whole fight scene outside the car cracks me up when she's like i grew up next to aaron spelling yeah like, <laughs> Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so good. Yeah. Um, but even it is... the guys in it, too, you don't hate, which I like. Like, no, I don't hate me, but, like, even Vivian, who I just want to, like, smack, I'm not like, oh, I, I don't hate you. Yeah. You're not a bad person. No. Like, there, and there are lots of good arcs. Yes. So, it's like, you might start off liking a character or start off not liking a character, and then by the end you've probably changed your mind. Mm-hmm. Like so. the professor for me was the big one. Yeah, absolutely. He was the real big one. Yeah, no, he was, he was a dick. Oh, a hundred percent. So hundred percent. But I don't, I would, 
I kind of disagree with you. Like, I feel like a lot of the men in this movie were kind of like slimy dirtbags. Like, the really? Pro- I mean, like, not necessarily like overtly, but like with the professor, like he turns out to be a huge scumbag. And then Warner, he's pretty slimy. He's, you know, like he's charming and mm-hmm. handsome and he's smart, but like, you know, he's very shallow and fickle. Uh, he doesn't like, he doesn't value Elle for who she is. And then he gets with this girl because she like checks the right boxes and is the right type. And then as soon as Elle starts proving that she's more than just her looks on the surface, he completely drops Vivian and is trying to get back with Elle. Like he's, I do agree that he's sleazy and like, and he's all for the money and, and that you can tell in the beginning, but as it trans, as I, I guess what I mean is like, as it goes, you see the people for who they really are. So it doesn't shock you. Like, yeah. It wasn't absolutely. like he was this like dirt ball and then turned out to have like a heart of gold. It was like, dude, no, no, he no, started no. as a dirt ball. And then like, I always thought though that he loved Dell. Like I always was like, he actually really likes, he act, that's who he wants to be with. It just doesn't look good for some reason for his reputation, which I don't understand. Cause yeah. she's Elwood's. I suppose, but he doesn't have the backbone to no. fight for anything. Uh, and that's why he doesn't graduate with honors. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's um, so true. And then I'd say, like, the, um, the other guy that, like, really fits in that sleazy guy character is um, Jennifer Coolidge's ex-husband. You know, very small minor role. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, he gets what's coming. They all get what they're cut, like what's coming to them, and they learn totally a from it. If that makes sense. Totally. I mean, we don't necessarily see them learning anything, but one would hope. Mm-hmm. But at least they they get what they deserve. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also which is satisfying. Really awesome guys in it. Like, um, absolutely. I, I, I will say, like, with all our questions and stuff, I do notice stuff watching things now. Like, there's no, there's absolutely, like, no representation in this movie, like, at all. No, but, it's very minimal. You have, like, three people of color. You but, have, I will say, but the the representation that they do have is that they have um, that one guy, I forget his name. He's He's one of the law students. He's one of the guys that get that gets picked to be in like the core group of like the five of them. Mm-hmm. He's like the really awkward tall guy. The tall. Who clearly is somewhere on the spectrum. Yes. So I feel like that is a representation in itself that like they mm-hmm. made him super smart and like kind of nerdy and like Elle then comes in and like helps him get a date. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and like, but they show, which I love because you don't usually see, especially in the early 2000s, you don't see any kind of representation like that or like, Right. People with different abilities are a one of the main people, a, a big focal point for a whole scene, and like are actually normal. They just right. are a little different. Right. Absolutely. It's not like a thing. Right. Right. It's never brought up. It's never spoken about. You just kind of know that like he's a little he's a little different. Yeah. Which absolutely. I love. I love that. It makes him quirky. <laughs> totally. And that scene where where he's like talking to the girls and they're just like little bitches. Yeah. Uh and then Elle comes up and slaps him and like, What are you apologizing for? For giving me the best night of my life. <laughs> so <I'm good>. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
<laughs> it's amazing. I like that she turns around and she does like a little like, hmm. Yeah, she's like, hmm, <laughs> I did a good deed. <laughs> but it's so funny because she catches him straight off guard. Like, he has no idea. Yeah. But he plays along with it. Like, and then he helps her. You know what I mean? Like, they uh-huh. then switch in, which I like. And he yeah, doubted her I- in the beginning. Yeah, like at the opening circle, and she's just like, I'm a Delta New. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Like Aquarius? I don't yes. Know. Um, and this and is then, Bruiser, and we're both Aquariuses. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and they're just like looking at her, like, who is this like alien from a different planet here? Seriously. Um, With scented I, resume. It's my, right? That's my favorite, one of my favorite parts of that whole movie is when it's scented and colored. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I think one thing that actually works really well in this movie and that was is not necessarily very easy to pull off and that a lot of movies fail at is a lot of the characters are actually like very much heavy st- stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Um but they do it in such a way where it's like clever and endearing and they also break those stereotypes yes. at different points like they don't just like rest in them they challenge mm. them a little bit too right um and that's probably what makes them work uh but like you have like all the dumb sorority girls at the beginning mm-hmm. but then what i like about them is like i feel like a lot of those girls are tend to be characterized as being catty and bitchy yeah. and stuff but they're not they're like all, nothing but encouraging and supportive of Elle. Yeah. First with getting ready for the date where they think she's getting engaged. Mm-hmm. You know, they write her the card. They, you know, they're just super there for her, wishing her luck on her way out the door. And then they're there for her after the breakup, you know, like giving her her space, not trying to like force her to do anything or whatever. Right. And then they're super supportive when she's studying for the law exam. Like mm-hmm. no one is like trying to get her to like blow off studying to Mm-mm. go party or anything like that. And no one's telling her like, Oh, you can't, you can't do this. Like, uh, you know, her friends question her at the beginning because it's like kind of out of left field. Right. But they never say like, Oh, you can't do this. You like, you're too dumb. They're just like, well, like, okay, if this is what you want. I just love her two best friends in that movie are my are my favorite characters. They every time vote for L, they make vote for they, yes. oh look a judge in everything. They like <laughs> they just are so like you were saying, stereotypes. Like sometimes those girls can come off super bitchy and catty and you're just like, oh, but like they're they're valley girl esque. Mm-hmm. Total and valley girl. A little bitsy. <laughs> But they're funny and they're sweet and they're kind. Like it's, you're not annoyed by them. You're just like, oh, I kind of just want to put you in my pocket. Yeah, totally. <laughs> they're so funny. When the girl like flexes their muscles, their poses and stuff, they're so yes. good. Yeah, they're great. And then you get to Harvard and like everybody's fun. Stick up their butt. Yep. Everyone is wearing like really like dark and bland colors. Like Elle is the only one wearing bright bright colors yep. and stuff like that and her bright pink car yeah with her little <laughs> chihuahua dog yeah <laughs> Bruiser, i love on. him don't be nervous everyone will love you <laughs> i love oh, he's so, so cute they, they kept the same dog throughout all the movies mm-hmm. his name is mooney yeah, he did, got a credit did he he recently <laughs> died he re- like a few years ago Aww. he passed away and like everybody the whole cast posted about him 
Oh, he was one of the main people. He was Bruiser. His Bruiser. You can't have Wiggly Blonde without Bruiser. No. It's so true. It's so funny enough. Yeah. Um, I forget what I was. We're talking about the girls, the sorority girls and how they're. Um... Well, what's funny, because what I, I know all the fun facts about things, too, is that mm-hmm. um, I don't know their name. So the brunette, the brunette best mm-hmm. friend is actually really good, is really, really close with the blonde best friend in real life. And oh, when, really? And when she, so the blonde best friend had already gotten, um, had already had the part. So was reading with women to like kind of be her, like the two of them, like the back and forth. Mm-hmm. And the brunette came in and I guess like pulled her aside or like said something and was like, I need, like, I need this. Like, I, 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 like, I'm broke. I need this. And the blonde sort of helped her out and was like, just literally mimic what I do. Just mimic what I do and say your kind of lines. And she got it. <laughs> That's awesome. And, it, and you can, like, tell that they're having fun and oh, have yeah. good chemistry and stuff. So that totally makes sense. I'm getting married. She <laughs> just falls face first off the Yeah. <laughs> so good. I thought what I thought was cool, too, a side note, the brunette best friend. Have you seen Coco? Mm-hmm. Yes. The brunette best friend is Mama Imelda. Oh, really? Yeah, which I never would have guessed. And then I looked no. her up. And I was like, oh, oh wow. look at you. She's also That's in uh, awesome. Sister Act 2. Oh, hi. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so <Very> good. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah. But there's um, no, yeah, there's no, like, we're talking about representation, too, is where yes. it came from. But there's no, there's really none there besides, like, no. that one person of, like, maybe different abilities. But... There's no real race in it. There's no real LGBTQ. There's. Except as the butt of a joke, you have the angry lesbian who is Mm. maybe Latina or like mixed or something. Mm -hmm. Um, But she's only in it for like a second, isn't she? She's, she has a couple scenes, but she's always very angry and judgmental. Like she's not, she's. Uh, she's very like one dimensional mm. and is more antagonistic than anything else. And then the other, you have the the pool boy, oh who right, is right. Latino Shock. and gay, <laughs> but he's like very much the butt of the joke. Mm-hmm. There, he's not a likable character. Don't at you all. a stamp your last season product shoes on me, honey? <laughs> she's like, last <gasps> season <laughs> light bulb, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and then I would. And uh, real quick, uh, yeah. side note, I've been listening to, I think I mentioned this to you before, but I've been listening to the Broadway soundtrack yes. for Legally I Blonde. I love it. But I love the song about him where it's like, is he gay, gay or, or European? European? It's so good. It's true. So it like handles it like maybe a little more tactfully. Mm-hmm. Um, and in like, the, in it's the... very much of that time where it's oh, like, yeah. oh, he knows fashion. He is therefore automatically definitely gay. It's true. It's true. And then in um, like in the, I know, like I told you before, in the uh, Broadway version too, there's three best friends. It's not two. Mm-hmm. And one of them is, uh, I believe like African-American or Latina or like, she's supposed to be the, which is awful to say, like the token right main friend you're just like oh i get it which is cool but like do better yeah (laughs) do better yeah yeah and then your last person of color is the judge and she's the only one who actually has like a positive role Mm -hmm. oh right is like contributing and smart and yeah 
Well, um, one of the girls yeah. or two, maybe one or two of the girls in um, the salon are also African American or black because yes. they do yes. the bend and snap. Yeah, but her. they're like background, yeah, characters. Like they're bigger in the show actually... for sure. Mm, in the sure. movie, I or in got, the I haven't, play. I haven't gotten to see the Broadway show yet. I've Ooh. just been listening to it. But so I, good. I can't wait for, for the theaters to reopen so that I can. I know. I know. Because <laughs> so, I, like, I do, from what I hear on the soundtrack, like, it sounds like some of the holes get filled in. Like, yeah. there's more. And I like that they give Emmett more of a background. Mm-hmm. Like, he's more of a real person and not just like, oh, I'm I'm here to, like, casually and quietly save the day right you know like he he has more depth and dimension i will say we talked about before too i like that this is a very women positive movie like even the professor that the professor like in the end turns out to be really cool and she's totally first yeah well and i i was thinking about it and like there is a lot of you know women tearing down other women Mm -hmm. at the beginning but that's kind of like just how it goes but then like not just how it goes, but like you see that in the world, like right. that's a common thing that happens. But it's almost our default. It is like because we've kind of been trained to be that way, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because sure. of movies and things we see, and we get threatened and blah blah blah, all the things. <laughs> um, but then, but then everyone has these arcs and has these realizations, and then most of the time, in most of the instances, they get better at the end like the Mm -hmm. professor uh holland taylor i forget what the character's name is um but like you know she's super bitchy to l she like spots her out of the whole class is like i'm going to pick on you you don't look like you belong just because of how you look Mm -hmm. uh and is like super harsh and then vivian like joins in is like no i don't think she should be here Uh. And, and, and but then by the end of the movie, Elle is best friends with Vivian, mm-hmm. and then the professor, that very same professor, is the one introducing her at her graduation uh, graduation to give the valedictorian speech. And not only that, she's also the one who convinces her to stay at Harvard and fight after Professor Calhoun tries to feel her up and crosses the line. Yeah. Um, I would say the only, like, women-on-women uh, aggravation that doesn't and positively, I guess, would be, like, with Chutney and Brooke and maybe, oh, like, yeah. the the original mom. Like, mm-hmm. that's that. just kind of all, like, catty and yeah. whatever. But, I mean, at the same time, like, not all women are going to get along no. in real life. And, like, he, her dad did marry someone her own age. Yeah. Like, that is pretty infuriating. But at the same time, be pissed at your dad, not her. Right, right. It's so no, true. But don't accidentally murder him when you're trying to right. mar- murder her either. <laughs> yeah. Do better. Yeah. Okay. Work on yourself. You know, give them some space. I you like that to scene too. Like, again. not that whole scene, but I like the scene where she finally admits, Brooke finally admits that she does like, like has liposuction done. Her, her alibi. <laughs> well, I think it's also one of those things too where that's such a taboo. Like, God mm-hmm. forbid a woman wants to change how she looks or like tries it, but then like figures out that you can do it in an easier quicker way you know what I mean yeah like and they they just always make that so horrible well I think it's because she's supposed to have a fitness empire and 
her whole claim is that her body looks the way it does because of her fitness routine so and not because of surgery. So that's why it's scandalous. So good. Now, I, you know, I think getting liposuction in and of itself, if, that, if that's something that you really want to do, like all the power to you, but it's more about transparency. Right. So. Like I had it done. I've had it done. And like, as long as you just say you did it and you're not yeah. ashamed of it. I think for her, it was more like, like, my section. Like, she, you know what I mean? She wouldn't, like, fully admit it. Yeah. But you also almost got killed for it, so. (laughs) Right? Yeah, it's like, it might have been worth it. Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's like, do you want your freedom or your reputation? I mean, I guess they are almost one and the same, though. You could make that argument, but. I like that they're they're the same age, too, almost. Like, um, Mm -hmm. Reese Witherspoon and. Brooke they're like yeah I think Brooke's supposed to be a little bit older yeah she's probably I think like four years ahead of her pledge mm-hmm. class or something she said yeah but it was cool like I thought that was neat that they like helped each other out right well and also Brooke isn't concerned about uh you know how long Reese has been doing this or the fact that she's a first year law student right who did not major in pre-law or anything no. like that. She's brand spanking new. But she knows, like, but they have, like, these common themes. And, you know, they both were part of Delta New and da-da-da. But, um, you know, she knows that she has a good heart and she's a good person. And they connect. And, like, she can tell that she's a smart, smart girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she decides to trust her rather than keep this lawyer who has this great reputation and has, like worked a lot in a long time but she doesn't trust him no and he doesn't trust her and so it's more about character than about credentials right like he's not listening to her either where where Elle listens to people I'll give her that that's the one Mm -hmm. thing Elle always listens which I love yeah yeah Elle is just someone we should all strive to be like seriously what would Elle Woods do right we should make those bracelets <laughs> right for real well, i think there is one there's like what would l do or something it was because i think it's been 15 years since the original came out and they had like a whole day dedicated to it it's almost 20 years now it's gross next year is 20 years that's insane Ew. we should have a we should have like a 20 year anniversary watch party and we all dress up like l oh my god yes i'd be about it I'll, that would be you so could dress fun. up samson i'll dress up teddy it'll be great <laughs> the two boys will love yes, it those are our dogs oh, right, well, bruiser was, yeah i said like, well bruiser was a boy yeah. too which i always forget yeah in his little pink outfits <laughs> <laughs> pink. yeah uh totally yeah i almost got samson a flower like a floral bow tie but then i was like i don't need to buy oh. him another bow tie <laughs> i need to get teddy I mean, I do want to real fast say that for me, what I do love, I think what I love most about this movie is Paulette and, mm-hmm. and, um, Elle's relationship mm-hmm. that it was just, it's just such a, I think it's what friendship is supposed to be. Like it came, it came like on so easily and like it, there's never been any issues. It's just been like, kind of go with the flow, like help each other out and mm-hmm. go day to day, which I like. Absolutely. And they're not, and it, it's it's such a pure friendship too like uh you know i i feel like a lot of women especially like coming from you know bel air growing up across the street from aaron sorkin and stuff like mm-hmm. that they wouldn't 
they would feel above making friends with their manicurist. But that right. didn't even, like, cross Elle's mind. Um, they just have a connection. And it's like, you know, there are clearly, you know, gaps in, or not gaps, but, like, there's a difference in levels of education and stuff like that. But yep. none of that is important because they just genuinely care about each other uh, and support each other. And they, like, s- can relate and recognize uh, you know, similar feelings in one another and, and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, they like Elle goes and helps her to get her dog back. Yeah. And then, you know, and then uh, Paulette is there like supporting her at the trial and encouraging her, mm-hmm. you know, being an emotional sounding board for her. You know, she's there to listen. Well, all through law school, yeah. like all through trying to get Warner back and like applying for things and doing it like, Paulette's yeah, there. she's her I little love their, cheerleader. Their kindness mm-hmm. for each other. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Elle has really good friends in this movie. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it was interesting, too, that, like, they made it in a way that Elle Reese was so desperate at the time where she ran into the beauty salon just to find one person yeah. besides Emmett, who she didn't even know at the time yet. Like, she didn't know who he was. That was nice to her. Like, she just wanted... And, of course, the place she found it was the place that she's most comfortable, right. which would be in the salon. Right. You know what I Absolutely. mean? Absolutely. Like, which I, I think is interesting. And, even, like, in the beginning, like, right after she gets dumped, like, one of her California friends, they say something like that. We're going to go where, you know, all of our problems are always solved or yep. something like that. And and then mm-hmm. they go, it shows them and they're getting manicures. So that's, but see, like, even that's salvation. different, too, because the, the brunette girl then speaks. Ty? Maybe. So, I'm the worst with that stuff. I'm not sure. But then doesn't speaks in the in the manicurist native language. Right. So there's an understanding there of they they've the manicurist and her have been friends at this point for mm-hmm. so long. You know what I mean? So it's like they find a common denominator. Yeah. It's like it's I think it's interesting. Bond. True. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But I do. I think that's her for me, that's her most meaningful. For sure, her most meaningful relationship with in the Paulette, movie. yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Because like, even though her California friends are super important and they show up at the end, you know, they're not there on this this particular journey with her because they're back home, you know. Yeah. And uh, this is all about her, like finding finding her new self, finding her new life mm-hmm. at Harvard, but keeping bits like which I like. Like it's it's such a like you we said in the beginning, it's such a glow up movie mm-hmm. where. She keeps the essence of, of herself. Course. Like she is a woman from California that grew up with money that is always going to be a little ditzy is always going to be not as street smart and like, but is right. You just don't say, right. It. But then she comes into this new world and it, it's nice that she gets to keep part of herself from. The Absolutely. Uh, and that, that reminded me, like, I love how in the court scene and the final court scene, it's not her, legal knowledge it's not all the studying that she's done at harvard that helps nope. her win the case it's who she nope. is it's what she's grown up doing it, you know it's all her you know feminine smarts uh you know yep. being a girly girl and you got in the shower yeah exactly i think we've established that she took a shower she got a shower <laughs> yeah um yeah so that was that was really it's it was who she is before that helped her win the case uh right and then you know who she came to be gave her the tools to get Mm. there and do it so for sure which i love too because then um so it's obviously it's because 
spoiler alert, it's we realize it's Chutney because she got a perm and her hair's still permed. Right. So she didn't get in the shower. But I like that on top of that, it was nice to see that like she figured out, like you said, because of who she is and what her life is and what she grew up like. I wouldn't know mm-hmm. that. I, you, mm, I wouldn't know that. But like it was nice that she was able to nail it and then Emmett did the rest. Mm-hmm. Like they helped each other out, which I yeah, liked. absolutely. And he never doubted her. No, like even with um the pool boy, he was on the question. Yeah, him. and he because when she said it, he was like, "I'll try." Yeah, and he he wasn't he didn't like, you know, the professor Calhoun. He was like, you know, like kind of like you don't know what you're talking about. Like this is a stretch. Like blah blah blah. Right. And Emmett was just like, "Oh, like this is a good hunch," uh, you know, and and went with it. Well, that sort of takes us into the next one for the movie. How does it portray men and women? We talked about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think I think it does a good job of showing both sides to both genders. You know, it, it balances. Mm-hmm. You have your skeevy, slimy guys, but then you have your genuine sweet guys. And then you have your catty, bitchy women. And then you have your smart and friendly nice women and sometimes Mm -hmm. on both sides sometimes they're the same person right and I was gonna say too what I like that they did for women at least in this movie is that the beautiful ones like the quote-unquote like beautiful Mm -hmm. ones were also very sweet and kind and nice just as much as like the ones that are as a like aren't as educated as everybody else Mm -hmm. like they they didn't make any of them because of where they were born and raised and how they were raised mm-hmm. be terrible people. Right. If it, Which I like. If anything, it was like the, you know, like the stuffy upper class East Coast versus yeah. like the, you know, the sunny, happy West Coast. That's true. Um, it's so true. But, uh, but even then, you know, like with Vivian especially, like she, she comes to be really kind and you can tell that she was, you know, any like meanness that she was coming from her at the beginning was really just insecurity um and then for sure yeah and then she really comes into her own one thing speaking of vivian one thing that is so infuriating and so accurate is when she's on the internship with uh l and like the professor calhoun is just asking her mm-hmm. for coffee or for this or that I and know. she's like none of he never asks any of the guys and it's like yeah. no he doesn't like but it's like she's an intern she's here to be learning um right. or or even well, if she it's is funny. there to be getting coffee make sure everyone is taking turns doing it because right well it was very clear that l was there to oogle and vivian was there to get coffee yeah like that was their that was what they were there yeah, for. Yeah, and it's just, it's infuriating because... <laughs> but again, too, another thing of, like, this is what also happens a lot of time in real yeah. life, is Vivian walks in and sees that he's trying to do something to her, and instead of going to Elle and being like, hey, what, what the hell? What like, just happened? This is... And even if she yells at her, and it's like, this is why you haven't gotten coffee, this is why you haven't done anything, like, at least she approaches it. Instead of just leaving it in her mind and being like, oh, well, that makes sense. Well, I mean, she I mean, she does go to L, but she does. It's when she's in the elevator and the door is closed and she doesn't have any chance to respond or defend herself. and Or she doesn't even know what she's talking about. No, she about. doesn't. But, she, I mean, she still makes the accusation. Um, 
And then Emmett yells at her later. Yeah, love. but in a completely unprofessional way. Like, there's no way they yeah. were talk be, talking about any of this stuff in front of or with a client. No. But no. they had to because that's how the Elle then becomes her representation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it works in the story, but this is not reality. That's- <laughs> yeah. That's also a really good moment, too. Like, the two of my favorite, like, just moments in the movie. One is where she sees her name on the list. Mm -hmm. And it, like, opens up. And she's like, me! (laughs) That's a good one. And then the doors open up. And she, like, struts in with the the other Mm -hmm. guy. And she's in her... I'm like, oh, good for you. And she's in, like, it's, you know, it's professional. (laughs) Like, it's a suit. But it's her, like, signature bright pink. She's not trying to be anyone but herself anymore. She's like, fuck this. I don't need to wear a stuffy black suit. I'm going to wear pink shoes. Uh, pink suit and strappy pink shoes. Like, yep. you can see my toes, bitch. Now what? <laughs> yep. For real. The me part, though, the me part is one of my favorites because it's so, <laughs> it's just so things that, like, happen internally for most right. people that she was just like, Here yeah, absolutely. This is what I'm doing. Which is a little, little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's a little nuts. Me, yeah. it's so good. Like her arm goes, it's so good. Yeah, it's a, a little bit of the her character from election coming out. <laughs> yes, yes, for, for sure. It's so good. it does make me. That movie makes me laugh. Yeah, and then oh, and then right man. after she's like, "Hey, Warner, remember that time we spent four yeah, amazing awesome. hours? This is so much. This is better. so much better than that. It's so good." It's so good. And he's just like, uh, all dumbstruck. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny to see him in that role because now he's huge in the like Vampire Diaries mm-hmm. universe. So like I watched all of Vampire Diaries and then I'm on the originals mm-hmm. now. And I don't know if he's, I'm not, I don't know if he's in it or not yet, but I know he's in Legacies, which is the third installment. Mm-hmm. And it's just so weird to see him go from Warner yeah. to that. Yeah. It's odd. Definitely. He's a little more rugged and less smarmy <laughs> mm-hmm. yep more, mat- more mature yes absolutely we we like <laughs> him there <laughs> we do we do yeah um oh speaking of things we're watching uh i'm watching the great right now and i one thing that i love about it is so this takes place in what imperial russia where it's definitely mm-hmm. all just a bunch of white russians but as far right. as casting goes, they don't give a fuck. Like, there's, uh, you know, there's black people and there's, like, brown-skinned people and all sorts of different ethnicities that are just, like, there. And no one's questioning it. Oh, cool. And it's not, like, and they're not even, like, oh, we're the slaves or the servants or whatever. They're just, like, right. mixed in. And it's, like, that's how you do colorblind casting, where it's yeah. not even a question. And they they could have done more of that here that's probably my only like real criticism of this movie for sure because how hard would it have been to make literally any of these characters black or latino or asian or but it also was the time like back in the 2000s too which is awful to say like it wasn't until recently that it was like oh absolutely we're not putting anybody but white people in these films and these tv shows so like at the time it's just like well this is this is who we are this is what we see in the characters. Yeah, it's very true. Um, yeah, and it's like... And it's the basically the ones that don't have specific... Like, the judge could have been a man or a mm-hmm. woman. The judge could have been white, black, purple, blue, brown, mm-hmm. orange, yellow. You know right. what I mean? And it's like, 
it was certain people that didn't have specific roles right. that they were just like, this could be anybody. Yeah. But I, I would argue that that could be true for any of the characters, like even Elle. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, Beyonce made a great blonde. <laughs> so. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. I don't know, but I guess we're just going to be having this same conversation a lot <laughs> because in the t- yeah two thousands for sure. I mean, well, really anything up until within the last couple years. So, yeah. anyways, some of them though. This at least. This at least. I'll give it on a positive note. This at least didn't talk about race mm-hmm. or ethnicity at all. Like it was just never, it was never brought up at all. It was, you know what I mean? Where some movies will like make jokes yeah. or make racist comments or said this was, there was none, none of it at all. Absolutely. Even part of it. So, which also is like, not that I want them to say something bad, but it's also like, Oh yeah. I don't know. You know, like it's just nothing's acknowledged. Yeah. It's hard. Mm-hmm. So, what is it telling us about love? Honest, for me, it was more not even a love story of Emmett and her. It was more of loving yourself totally. and saying, sounds so corny, but loving yourself and falling back in love with yourself mm. and knowing your worth and not, not giving up on you. Absolutely. And it, that's exactly what I was going to say. And then also, it's kind of goes to show that sometimes you know there are people in your life and you think you think that they're so right and so perfect for you and then for whatever reason they're taken out of your life you know they they break up in this case Mm -hmm. and then she comes to realize like that she wouldn't have been happy with him like imagine how shitty her life would have been if she had ended up marrying him like she never would have had the same growth she wouldn't have discovered her own potential and she would have always been undermined and uh not respected right right it would have been i also think too love love in this movie again it's not really about a boyfriend girlfriend but it's also like love your friends Mm -hmm. like love your friends for each of their quirks and love your friends for each of like the bad things about them and the good things about them because if they care about you they'll they'll always come Mm -hmm. and help you out absolutely and then I I think it's really cute at the end when it's like Emma's gonna propose tonight and she has no yeah. idea. No idea. <laughs> like, yeah. Hopefully she has like some idea. Like they've talked about it <laughs> at one point, right. but the it was just cute how like, uh, you know, he's so different from what Warner was, and mm-hmm. um, it was cool for me and this to see um, Selma Blair and Reese Witherspoon back together again mm-hmm. too. Side note, sorry to cut you off. Sorry no, that's again. okay. Um, but yeah, it's just like you're going to the right partner for you is someone who sees you for who you are. And Emmett mm-hmm. saw her the whole way through. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And always gave her advice and helped her out, mm-hmm. which I love. The second one, too, which it will be a whole different episode. But like the second one, too, got made changed his character a lot. And I was just like, really? I kind of sad. I by think it, I yeah. saw it once. I don't remember it at all. They like ditzified everybody. Mm. Like they made everybody kind of dumb, except for Elle. Yeah, they were leaning into what the image they thought. They had yeah, but created. they made even. My thing is, they made even Emmett kind of kind of ditzy, yeah. and you're like, but that was never his mo. That was never. 
He was always a law guy. Huh. The sequels are never as good. Mm-hmm. Although, I am no. very excited. This is such great timing. We didn't plan this, but uh, <laughs> they just announced last week that Mindy Kaling is going to be writing Legally Blonde 3, and Reese will be returning. Yep. They all, a bunch of them will. The two um, best friends have already been confirmed, too. Awesome. The blonde's coming out of retirement. Wow. <laughs> That's like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm so pumped. It's it's going to be fun. I think Mindy Kaling I is the know right where the story's going to go. <laughs> I'm one of those stories going to yeah. go. I'm so intrigued. Well, uh, Reese and Mindy worked on um, A Wrinkle in Time together. Uh-huh. Yeah. They they worked there together. So that was yeah. cool. I like that she, I'm sure everybody does this when you become friends with somebody, but I really like that Reese Witherspoon especially like keeps all of the people that have worked with her and have been good to her over the years and like has been she sees people for what at, great attributes they have and she brings them back into mm-hmm. play. Which I love. Totally. Like, I don't know if she had any say in who got cast as Vivian, but to see her and Selma sort of kind of be the same victim in Cruel Intentions right. and then go and be allies in this one was Yeah, cool. absolutely. And they're good friends in real life too, aren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Sorry, the dog was barking. I was trying to, not my dog, the dog outside. So I was trying to figure out if he was going to bark. It's <laughs> all good. Um, no, they are. They're really good friends. So some of Blair got sick mm-hmm. with MS, I yeah. think. And and Reese Witherspoon and uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar are are they're like a trio. Yeah. They're real close. Yeah. Um, need need your female friends. Always. Uh, this is an interesting question. How would it be different if it were the same sex movie? Uh, I think that there would be. I think there would be a lot of similarities, but maybe slightly yeah. different hurdles for being taken seriously. Yes. Um, yes. But honestly, I don't. I don't think that there would be a huge difference. But I don't think that it would have. That movie would have even thought of being made <laughs> when this one was. No, no, no. But no. I can see. Mm-hmm. I can see them doing like a remake of it now that way. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they'll add in the third one uh-huh. some kind of LGBT character. Hopefully. Like, I think if Mindy Kaling's writing it, there's going to be LGBT characters. There's going to be different ethnicities, yeah. which will be interesting to see for sure. Yeah, very but refreshing. For, I was going to say for that, I feel like, especially back in the 2000s, like, it was okay, which it is in life still. It, like, it was all right to have a gay character be gay, but they had to fit the other sexes norm. Yeah. So, like, say Elle was mm-hmm. gay her partner would have been like a very masculine type of woman. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they never would have two beautiful lawyers. Get right. Together. You wouldn't have two lipstick lesbians. <laughs> no, no, not at all. You would have a very like butch masculine, which no, there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what you go no, for. No, not at all. But it's just a stare. It's another stereotype they would have used. For yeah. Sure. And also like, I could even picture Elle being uh, like a portrayed by a gay man. And be, mm-hmm. still be a very similar character to L. You know, that kind of Now, see, I think that would have been okay. And... I think if they wouldn't have introduced a partner for mm-hmm. him, it still would have done just as yeah, well. Yeah, but he wouldn't, he wouldn't have gotten to have that, like, final big kiss at the no. end type of thing. Yes. The arc. Yeah. Um, I don't know. 
that's a bummer because i'm like even though there was a like there were a couple gay guys like smattered throughout the movie they were still the butt of the joke mm-hmm. yeah for sure for like, sure the bend and snap Ooh, works every yeah. time, every time. Just, like, it's funny and cute but it's also very exaggerated Right. And that's like literally right. his only. Like there were no gay lawyers. No gay lawyers. But he worked at the salon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. So I don't know. I think we're ready for it. <laughs> uh huh. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. We. I was gonna say already. Yes, I said the actors get along in real life. Yeah, they're all really. As far as I know, they're all really good. Yeah. Friends. Um, which is funny too. So Selma Blair. And even the woman who plays her best friend in that has such a small role, but there's no, but they're still friends. Like to this day, they're still, really? which I think is so cool. Yeah. Which I think is so cool. Like, I don't know. There's, she's in like three scenes. Yeah. And my favorite, she's in the scene when Elle shows up in the bunny yeah. costume, which we never talked <laughs> yes. about. Oh. It's like so good. Her comebacks are always so spot right. on too. When I dress up like a frigid bitch, I try to look so constipated. Like, yeah. <laughs> Damn, but I being 11, I, I was quick. like, what does that mean? <laughs> I had my mom explain it. I was like, what does all that mean? And she was like, nothing. I was like, okay. Wait, what? Whatever. Which line? What part? The whole bunny oh, rabbit uh-huh. scene. Like the, well, first my mom had to be like, well, there's no, there was no costume party. Like the girl was just being mean to her. And I was like, oh. And then with the whole line of when I look like, a, when I dress up as a frigid right. bitch, I tried to look so constipated. Yeah, yeah. Where I was like, what's a frigid oh. bitch? And my mom was like, don't say that word. <laughs> I was like, oh, what's that mean? She's like, nothing. Don't like, worry okay. about it. You're too young. Pretty much. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, no, that scene is so great. And like, you know, she walks in the door and she sees that she is the only one dressed up. And then like, you see her kind of falter for a second. And then she's just like, nope, I'm going to own this. I'm yep. here. I it's can't so good. now. She doesn't, she's, she will never shrink for anyone else. No, but I love that she walked right up to her and told her that that was rude. Oh, totally. Called her out right away. And then didn't change. Mm-hmm. Didn't change. Went to the bookstore in her bunny costume and bought a Mac. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. What? <clears throat> well, and. Th- or Dell or whatever she bought. It was a MacBook, um, mm. which was orange and not her signature pink. Uh- <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> uh, but I love that, like, that was the moment where she's like, all right, like, that's it these people are going to take me seriously I'm going to take mm-hmm. myself seriously we're gonna make it happen and she just like in a bunny costume in a bunny costume she's a boss bitch so good so, uh is there any casting that you would change I, we talked about it a little bit I would just add more ethnicity to it I think. yeah absolutely like, there was no reason that Chutney and that family had to be white. There was absolutely no reason. Right. You know? Yeah. Or, like... Or, like... Even the sorority girls. Like, there was, like, one. Yeah. Which I don't know, because I am a white woman myself. I don't know if back in the 2000s that was actually, like, a thing, or there wasn't a lot of uh, girls that... I think of it's it, still a stereotype. I mean, I've, I the really? place where I work, we get a lot of, like... Uh, like, in the fall, we get a lot of... Uh, SC sorority and fraternities coming in and it's like a sea of white really yeah. even in the fraternities yeah I mean I'm not, I'm not See, that's saying surprising that like, all me. of them are that way but the ones that have no. come in like there's still enough mm-hmm. where that is true 
That's wild. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Yeah, but that's that's the only change I would yeah have is to see a little more color. Yeah. Any any specifics? No, I just thought everyone was so good. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't change your friends. I wouldn't change Paulette or like Jennifer Coolidge. Right. I wouldn't. I absolutely would not change her. Owen Wilson for Luke Wilson for me. I got him wrong. <laughs> Luke Wilson for me. Emmett is always. He's so sweet to watch, mm-hmm. but I could do without yeah. him. Like he's somebody. He's I, pretty like, vanilla. It cool. It would have been cool to see somebody like Matthew McConaughey in his role, or like. Denzel's too old. Yeah. I'm so mad. Somebody suave like that, though. That, like, Emmett Emmett was cool, but he wasn't suave enough for me that I feel like she would be like, oh. Yeah, but I think... Hey. I feel like that was almost the point, though, is that she was, like, you know, breaking out of her norm from before and, like, Mm. becoming aware of new possibilities not just for herself, but with other people too. Yeah. Um, damn it. I had a, I had thought of someone earlier, but now I don't remember who it was. Oh, well. For what character? For, I think for Emmett. <laughs> I mean, just for any of them. Like, I was like, I'm going to brainstorm before. So I have an answer. And then of course, now I don't remember anything that I, I, I need to write it down. Always write it down. See, the only thing. <laughs> The thing is with this too, which we've talked about a little bit, the thing with this too is that I feel like if they were to put somebody of whatever ethnicity in any of the other characters besides Emmett, they would make him or her fall into such a stereotype that it it would annoy me. Like if you would have had a black woman play or a Hispanic woman play Paulette, Mm -hmm. it would be like a very... Um, like loud like the of the time period like a very stereo stereotypical right. quote unquote which would have annoyed yeah. me now knowing that that's what they did instead of just making her like quirky and silly yeah. and like a middle-aged woman dressing like a preteen <laughs> yeah yeah you know yeah. what i mean like um they would have just changed that. yeah but i feel like with the professors they could have changed oh them. any of yeah. them could have so i don't know the professors, any of the, um, even the board, the boardroom that like votes for the kids to come into Harvard, not one. No, none. There's nobody. And they, the, they were all like super stereotypes. Like, oh, these are the guys that run Harvard. So they're going to be like super smart and nerdy. And like, you know, women are their kryptonite, you know, like they see a yep. pair of boobs and they lose it. <laughs> My God. It's so true. So what a good movie though. That was, I do love yeah, it. It's, it's great. I I will definitely rewatch it anytime. And I can't wait to mm-hmm. go see the musical, damn it. <laughs> I know. When that comes back, we should go. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. So Erin, mm-hmm. should this couple be together? I think so. I like I like them. I think so too. As a couple. I think they're really cute. I like them too. I think it works. Yeah. Just because And I think she's better with her. Or she's better with him. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, like, helps her glow up. Yeah, totally. And, like, like I said before, like, he sees her the whole way through. Even in their first meeting in the quad when she's, like, upset after leaving the class and she's wearing that cute but ridiculous outfit. She's like, this is my smart outfit. <laughs> it's, like, so over right? the top. Um, Seriously. And, but he doesn't, like, 
like he sees her and you can tell like oh this he thinks this woman is interesting not like who is this crazy girl this ridiculous right over the top uh and uh it's it's very sweet um and then you know he encourages her and i what i like about in the musical uh he and he's the one that like helps her really like hunker down and get serious mm-hmm. um hunker down or yeah <laughs> uh and like just inspires her and some yeah I, I think they work very well together and me too Emma and ever ever i love it yeah i love that and the musical i think it's all pretty yeah. good cool awesome well i think i think that's yes. it and then yeah next week wait how did the movie ruin you oh well i think a lot of it came like okay she worked really hard to get into harvard and everything like that but because it was a montage my young little brain was like oh it's easy and so yeah you know things it felt very easy you don't see her working hard and so it just made me i think it set up the expectation that things things are easy Yep, me too. That's what it was. Is that it, that it, you'll struggle a little bit and then it'll all just quickly fall into exactly. place and you'll be where yeah, you want. Yeah, absolutely. That's what it ruined. Absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, that's where, that's how. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Which is like a pretty common thing in the movie. So uh, basically mm-hmm. I'm fucked. Because it's not real. <laughs> I do love it. Yeah. The glow up the real. Very true. And so then next week, we'll be doing another glow up. We're going to do Miss Congeniality. So good. They're two of my favorites. I haven't seen that one in a long time. So this will be fun to revisit. Mm -hmm. Another rom-com icon, Sandra Bullock. Uh, It'll be interesting, too, because they're very, now that we say it, they're very similar. uh With, like, their casting Mm -hmm. and, like, their their, their ideas of who people are. Are very similar. Yeah, absolutely. So that'll be a fun one. Um, you know, watch it over the weekend, and and then you know, come come listen to us hash it out. Come chat with yeah. us. Yeah. And then in the meantime, uh, do us a favor: rate, review, and subscribe. We would really appreciate it. Yes. We'd love any feedback. Um, and if there's any, or if there's a particular movie, or if you have a good mm-hmm. idea for a certain theme, you can um, find us on Instagram. Our Instagram is movies ruined me pod, uh, or you can also email us at uh, movies ruined me at gmail.com. And so anything you want to see, or if you feel like we messed up in any way or something yeah. we didn't cover, please let us know. We would love to hear from you. Um, this is really fun for us and we want you to be having fun too. Yeah. Cool. I agree. Awesome. Well, uh, Enjoy your day, guys, and uh, don't let the movies ruin you. Bye.